Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction. And free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. So there you go, exclusive week on redmantv.com, an interview every day, exclusive interview at that, every day. A little snippet, a little nugget, all building up to the big one. Mr. Blood Red, Chris Pajak sits down with Liverpool boss Jurgen Klopp. We got sent the footage last night, and it's 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 it's, 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 it's boss like made up for Chris. Um, yeah. Not only that though, James, if you start your subscription now, which is free for your first month, and then five pound thereafter, you get access to all the stuff that's already there. There's already an interview with Hendo and Ox on there. The Hendo one we kicked off with today for the exclusive yeah. week. There's all sorts of stuff going on. All we've done this week, plus a backlog of other interviews. Kane Dalglish, a Jurgen Klopp. You want to get your taste buds going for the for the new one. Trent Alexander-Arnold, Bruce Goblar, Luke Slaver, loads more, and you know, just just loads going on. Absolutely spoiled, and that, man. Not only that, they're all, down, they're all downloadable in podcasts, James. Oh my god! So you know, if you're on the go, you I think I've just shit myself. If you're going to work and stuff, you want to listen to it on the go and not use one bit of your data. It's all there. It's all there, just for whenever and you want. And not it. only that, James. Oh my god! There's more, mate. There's more. There's even more. Oh my god! If you start your subscription now, you get to start the season of all the Redmen content for the Super Cup, the Community Shield, the start of the season. You're all joking. The, all the build-up stuff that we do, all the post-match stuff we do, tactics, analysis, in-depth talk. About all this like, stuff. Oh, just like just five pounds. And if you don't like it, sack it off. So, uh, I mean, that was PR 101. Wasn't it? Yeah. Should we do some news? Was. Should we do some Let's news? Let's do some fucking right. news. Big news, as you probably guessed from the title, it emerged last night from Chris Bascom of the Telegraph that Liverpool are supposedly in line to buy a first team signing okay. this summer, which is interesting because it's on the contrary because we've heard nothing but we're not buying anyone. But uh, yeah. in his piece last night, he was he did a piece on the Sevilla game, um, talking about know, parts of the game, and then towards the end of it, he's sort of talking about Jurgen Klopp needing the big guns back. You know, we need like to sell, we need yeah. Marnie, we need Allison, we need Bobby back, and we haven't quite got there. Um, so post match interview, Klopp said we lost two one. I hate the fact uh, our situation is difficult because we are missing our attacking line and two midfielders. Uh, and then he goes on to say the Liverpool plan to make a first team signing in his transfer window, despite Klopp's description of returning players like a new arrivals, mm-hmm. a little freshening up would be a reassuring. James, this is this is good, isn't it? Oh no, this is really good stuff. You know, I think everybody can agree that we want to make signings, we want to make you know improvements to the first team because at the end of the day, yeah, it's okay, all well and good, you know, waiting for your the players that you've already got to come back. But, and don't get me wrong, last season was amazing, but you do need to make improvements if you want to keep going up. Because I don't want us to have the attitude, like, where can we go from here? Like, the only way is down. It's not, let's keep going up, let's keep going. The way you do that is by buying players. Yeah, and it's I think it's refreshing for fans to kind of have this little thing to cling on to because the, the club are really good at controlling what news they give yeah. and what they don't do. And you've got journalists saying, oh, no, that's what they're being told. Yeah. They don't know any differently. They obviously get a bit of slack for it. But, you know, I think having these, losing to Sevilla and losing to Dortmund, 
And the big concern is the youngsters, which we talked about yesterday yeah. on the Reds transfer um, roundup. Is you know are they good enough to bridge that gap? And everyone's clamouring for that Premier League. We want to add that extra bit of quality. And yeah. we, you know, if the players are out there, um, we might go for them. One of which, another tedious link, is uh, Nicolas Pepe. I'll just zoom in a bit there. Um, the future of Lille forward Nicolas Pepe is soon to become apparent, according to League One club president. The Arrows forward Pepe is one of the most discussed names in the transfer window after scoring 23 goals in 41 appearances last season his second since joining the club from Angers. Uh, the 24-year-old strongly linked with the move to Liverpool and this is the kind of sign I think a lot of Liverpool fans are like. I think this yeah. is probably him, Bruno Fernandes, yeah. uh, someone else we'll come on to in a minute who's gone to a different club. Uh-huh. Thank God. Um, but you know, this is kind of that, that back up for the front three. I think, yeah. you know, I know you're an advocate of Sadio Mane, no, you know, one of his yeah. biggest fans, but another story going to a minute, they've played a lot of football yeah. and we've been dead lucky they haven't got any injuries. So today the likes of his name being mentioned and kind of adding that quality without having a massive drop-off is, oh, is reassuring. Definitely, you know, to, to bring in someone like Nicolas Pepe would absolutely just reassure that front line and, and do it wonders because, you know, it, it's always the best option is when you don't know who you should start. And if Pepe comes into the team and he says, listen, I feel like I'm just as good as Salah and, and Mane. Listen, I don't know if he will be, but if he if he comes in and he makes that statement, it gives Klopp a really good headache to have. And I think that's the best situation to be in because let's rewind to last season when you're in a position like left Barcelona in the second leg, even though we won it, of course. But I mean, it'd be nice to know you've got a Pepe to come in yeah. if someone like Salah isn't free or whatever. You know, I think, it'd be, you know, you look at the numbers as well, 23 goals in 41 appearances, regardless of the league itself. You know, he's not playing for PSG. He's playing, you know, for a team that, is has to compete and has to really try the best and their numbers are amazing man and uh, this is a sign and that I favour this is one that I, I would really like to see happen for sure God let us know your thoughts in the comments yeah. below this is Nicholas Pepe 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 however you pronounce it is, is he the one that we'll push be going for or not um, next story which I kind of touched on there uh, Jurgen Klopp spoke about again Chris Baskin um, about the fixture list and the fixture schedule and Klopp saying it's mm-hmm. unacceptable uh, now initially this is kind of started off talking about the FIFA World Cup Championships where Liverpool will be involved in. Yeah. And I kind of thought, you know, you're talking about this, like you've won the Champions League, this is part and parcel of what's going on. But he goes on to kind of talk about, you know, the fact that we mentioned Sadio Mane has had a long season. So he says, yeah. we sit here and it sounds like Mama Namone or whatever. It's just a situation in the long term. It's not acceptable. It looks like no, nobody can imagine a week without football in a year. When did that happen? A game again and again and again. Yeah. And it turns out that he's actually, in fact, talking about the um, UEFA Nations League and stuff like that, which yeah. is... In my opinion, just glorified friendlies, and because those Pretty international much. teams now feel pressure to play the big stars, they're not getting the rest. So you think you know they had, they had the World Cup, and then they had the, the, the Premier League season or whatever the league, the respective leagues they were in, and then it was the UEFA Nations League straight after that. After come, of our players particularly come off the back of the Champions yeah. League, so Neymar's had the Afcon, yeah. and he's having his three-week break, and he's back into the Premier League, and, and we're, we're, we're soon into playing two, three games a week, James, and it's you can kind of see where he's coming from. Oh yeah, 100% and you know when you're talking about it, you know players like Manny, you do need to break, just you know you need to give your body that rest and, and you know, mental that, break. Yeah, yeah, a mental break more importantly because you know you're training every week of the year, you know Klopp said it, it's high intense training, near enough every day, every week for 53 week, 52 weeks a year, whatever, you know what I mean, he does need a little break. And he does need a rest, and I feel every player needs that that kind of rest. You know, Salad and you know, for me, you know, Alisson, they're all getting their rest. I think it is good for Mane and give someone else a chance for the beginning of the season, like them shine, someone like Divock Origi. You know what I mean? You, you can't just 
but trust him in two of your biggest games last season and then, you know, not give him a little chance. It'd be nice for him to get a chance and Mane to sit off to, for the start, at least. But it also argues your point before of saying getting like a Nicolas Pepe come in. Very true. He, you know, you can, have, you can have him play the first three, four yeah. games of the season, knowing full well he's a quality player. Of course. And Sadio gets his first oh, no, of course. back and he's back. If, if Pepe comes in, don't get me wrong, if Pepe comes in, that's the person who I would want to see start in those games. I'm just saying if, if this signing isn't made or if any signing of that quality in that position isn't made by the City game or the first game of the Premier League season, then it'd be, it would be a good chance to see someone like Deepak Origi come in and try and you know mark the stance. But it'd also be a massive loss to lose the best player in the world, wouldn't it, James? Ah, yeah, but Origi's up there now as well. Yeah, he's up there. You're a fan of Lord, Lord Divock? Yeah, of course I am. He wasn't a big fan of Divock, do you know what I mean? Everyone loves him. Right, next story. Um, Virgil van Dijk has spoken about women. His, his dream would be a dream come true if he won the Ballon d'Or. Uh, this is from Goal.com. Um, he admits winning the Ballon d'Or dream come true after an exceptional season with Liverpool and the Netherlands. Let's uh, go and find his quote. Uh, if people are talking about it, you can't say it doesn't excite you, he told Sky Sports. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's a subject we don't have any influence on. I can't change anything right now other than stay and get fit. And that's the situation. Winning something like that is a dream come true for every football in the world. If you don't need this government, you try to perform better than last year. It mm-hmm. would be fantastic and I would be very proud. But the main thing is to focus on is what we all do together and achieving a bigger goal. That's getting silverware with the club. I love that, James. I, that that oh, last yeah. bit. And I know that's kind of like what boring footballers say. Going, like, you know, have you scored 96 goals in this game? It's about the team. Yeah. yeah. And you go, you know, mate, go on, you, you boss. Like. like, yeah, you're a really good player and you want to just talk about that. And But Virgil van Dijk, you know, he's so professional and, you know, he, he will just say it how it is, essentially. And he does want club success and this would just kind of be like a cherry on top because I'm sure if you'd ask them, OK, what would you rather win this season, the Champions League again or the Ballon d'Or? He'd say the Champions League yeah. in a heartbeat and, and, and take away that Ballon d'Or. It, like I said, it's just the icing on, on the cake for me. It, and, and I think it would be for him if he did win the Ballon d'Or. Don't get me wrong, I'd absolutely love it. And I think he, he deserves it, you know what I mean? He's came in, he's reshaped our team. And when he comes out with stuff like this, you just love him even more, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think the icing on the cake is a little even more sweeter for the fact that he's a defender. So obviously yeah. Fabio Cannavaro was the last one to yeah. win it. I think it probably like 2006, I think you might have said in the article there. You know, for, for a defender to win that, that's even more special because like you, you think, you know, it's been between Ronaldo and, and Messi. Ronaldo, so, Messi, and then, you know, you've got the other players who were in and around, but you wouldn't expect someone like that. If you told me when Van Dijk signs, he'll be in contention for a Ballon d'Or in, in a year and a half or two years' time. Yeah, you'd laugh at me face. You would have, yeah. 100%. <laughs> right, quickly on this story, okay. right? Fikir's gone to a different club, James. Hey! Hey! Come here, baby! Oh, talking about him. Um, yeah, Brad tweeted, in perfect medical condition. Nah. I mean, nah. I'd check his knees. Yeah. I'd, I'd be double-checking them. I'd be like, getting get insurance Just on the knees. Um, should we move on? Yeah, let's go. Yeah, that, oh, that's... Just have a take. Just think of all these all oh. these months and years we've been talking about this player and I'll never have to talk about him again. Until January. Oh, yeah, when, uh, when he has a bad f- first half of yeah. season. And he's worth £5 million. Pounds. Five, million. £5 million pounds from Apple, fuck you. Someone else that we spoke about in Red's transfer roundup yesterday, James, and we got into, you, you, no. you and Jack got into a bit no. of a debate about this. Yeah, we did. Gareth Bale. Well, Paul Lynch is weighed in on, on the argument as well. Uh, he has to go... He has to go to a team who can win things. Liverpool are European champions. So basically, Paul Ince is saying that Gareth Bale should go to Liverpool club and that he's a perfect fit. Uh, obviously, Zidane came out and made some comments the other day about he's the closer, uh, the quicker he goes, the better. I don't think he more or less said it. It's just terrible. Um, for the viewers that haven't seen the Red Transfer Roundup, James, who should do with your three month subscription if you sign out. Um, yay or nay? 
a big fat nay, Ross. Right, well, bye, mate. I'm just not into it. Listen, yeah, right. This is the point that I, that I made yesterday, and it was simply that Bale is a very good footballer. He's won 13 trophies with Real Madrid, and he's. Act- I was a 14. Yeah. Sorry, my bad. 14 trophies with Real Madrid. He's been. I think. It, oh, sorry. The thing that I saw said. I think. He, he was a part of 13 of them. Uh, okay. So, like, he was involved in 13 I of the I saw a comparison with him and Zidane. Yeah, okay. so 30. We're both right. Yeah, we're, we're oh, both yeah, right in our own ways. Yeah. Anyway, long story short, he's 30. He's going to want a lot of money. I don't want to put us in a position that Man United, Man United got themselves into with Alexis Sanchez. Yes, he's Premier League proven. Yes, he is a very good player. But I, I'm very happy with the wingers we've got at the moment. I, I want to see us just advance a bit more, maybe by someone like Nicolas Pepe, you know, bringing a bit of new life into the team. Gareth Bale, you know, if, if this was a year or two ago, then perfect. But right now, I'm just not into it. No. Myself. No. Oh, no, with you. Let us know yeah. in the comments below what you think of all about Gareth Bale. The latest rumour I saw, I say rumour, it was a tweet, um, was <laughs> there was a Chinese club offering £1 million a week. I mean, it's just, just not mad, isn't it? Into it? Right, final story. Speak, speaking of money. Liverpool Football Club are dead rich, James. Dead rich. They've been named in, Tell Fort, me something I in, don't know. in Forbes magazine 50 most valuable sports clubs, sports teams Sorry yeah. for 2019. So since FSG came and bought the club in 2010, their red value has steadily increased from $552 million, mm-hmm. that's £437 million pounds in real money, yeah. to an astronomical $2.18 billion, that's $1.73 billion Ooh. in 2019. I mean, that to me just went like, you know, there's loads of transfer money there, but it's actually yeah. the, it's the value of the club, and you know, I think they, they reached up to I think it's 45th. There you go, 45th in the world. I mean, that's incredible. That's an incredible oh, no. gap to close in what eight years or yeah, nine years, even. Yeah, uh, that's, that's I, I, can't, I can't see any many other teams as well that's that's done much better transfer business than we have. You know, examples Ben Teche bought them for 28 million, sold them for 30. Like yeah. that was Dom Solanke as well. He was another one. Carius, one of our worst signings in recent years, only bought him for oh, four million. Kevin Stewart for me. Eight Kevin million. Stewart, basically a swap deal for Robertson. Yeah. Pretty yeah. much. Have, have, you heard of, have you heard of him since? Is he still playing? Have you heard, of, have you heard of Andy Robertson since? <laughs> I, I haven't stopped here. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? But no, I just think in terms of business, from a business aspect, FSG do nail it down to a team, It's the I stuff off, off the field as well. It's not just the transfers. It's mm-hmm. the sponsorship deals and the yeah, money and stuff like that. So, yeah, I'm absolutely made up with that. It's really good news. A really um, good stat to hear that, to be fair. Yeah, good, it really it? is. Yeah, it's good news day. Comments, Tom. Um, we'll kick it off. John Cable says, people saying we are not going to sign anyone, you don't know that. Only Klopp and Edwards know what's really going on, and just like Fabinho, a signing or two could come out of nowhere. Yeah, and this is something that me and Tom spoke about yesterday, because there was someone who actually wrote a piece regarding that, and how like the kind of local journalists are kind of, they're not shut off, but they're told by Liverpool, and they, we know they get fed pieces and stuff, whereas yeah. last season, like some of the Fabinho stuff and the other transfers that we made, they're all coming from journalists from France or Italy yeah. or Germany because like, you know, they aren't controlled about it and they, they know people from, from different regions mm-hmm. and stuff so I mean I, I, I said this as, as, a, as a fan I'd rather have the Fabinho situation yeah. but obviously working in this industry that we do is dead annoying with, like when we want to transfer news oh, about doing know. stuff but I mean would you which way would you rather have it James would you rather have like a just breaking news we signed someone oh, great I, I, I love the, the breaking news like that Fabinho one for me last year what was I doing I was in my living room and then I was I think I was watching Spongebob don't ask why I was watching Spongebob but I was watching Spongebob or something like that yeah still a great show by the way um, anyway and then next thing you know go on my phone Fabinho signed for Liverpool and I just thought this is just not true because it, I've not heard anything about this and it's just clickbait 
went on it and he fully signed for Liverpool. I love that though, just quick and easy business and that's the best yeah. way to do it in my opinion. Next one. Um, Mace Windex, which I guess is a joke on someone. Um, for the defender to win the Ballon d'Or, they have to be extra special. They usually give it to the flashy players. Yeah, that's what I was saying before. It's special for a defender to win it because obviously Cannavaro was the last one and then you've yeah. had Messi and Ronaldo been banging in 30, 40, 50, 90 goals a season or whatever and you're, like, you're trying to compete with that. It's, it's really good that you know whoever's in charge, they're recognising yeah. that defender and the quality and you, as you touched on before, you know the difference that he's made to this, this back line. Like, we had the best defensive record in the league last season. I mean, we lost one game in the, in the Premier yeah. League. All right, yeah, we didn't win it. But do you know what I mean? It's, yeah. still, it's still impressive, isn't it? I, know, I mean, I suppose when you look at it like from Messi's point of view, like if you put Messi out of a Barcelona team, would they be worse? Yes, they would. And it's the same yeah. for us. But I just feel Barcelona would still be able to score goals. It, like I know this doesn't really make a whole lot of sense but in my opinion I think if you take Messi out of Barcelona yes they're not as good but they can still score a lot of goals with the players that they've got and can still purchase and then if you take Van Dijk out of our team however I feel that's a lot more goals that go in and I feel it's a lot more influential yeah, in a negative way my arse just went you saying that to be fair yeah. exactly um, mm, last question DSXH Tempers with a green super chat thank you very much you. he nice says Think the perfect move for Bale is Man United or China if he just wants to sit on the bench and collect money. Love the vids, boys. Thank you. Thank you, mate. Uh, I said this yesterday. He's got Man United written all over it. That, that, oh, yeah. that, that big name, they need an attacking player, a winger. Yeah, he's of good quality. Well, great quality. He's yeah. world class. You know, the stuff that he's done, some of the games that he's kind of. Some of the goals that he scored in the big games, he's a big game player as well. And United need that. And you're just thinking, like, the, the incentives that Liverpool have been giving out to their players recently, you know, you think of. The front three that signed new contracts, yeah. Van Dijk or the rooms he's done one. Trent have gone actually. You've been boss. Here's a good, here's an even better contract. Yeah. Thanks for all you've done to bring someone in. Going, even I think Jack mentioned he was going to take fifty percent wage cut, which would still put him ahead of most of our team. Of going, yeah, probably put yeah, him, and him ahead of all of our team. Yeah, and you're one of our players going. I'm not into that. And yeah. like you said, he's thirty years old. What pr what perspectives does that give for young players as well? If you're just bringing in big name, like don't get me wrong, obviously you want to be competing with Real Madrid and stuff, but at the end of the day, I do want to see a bit of new life into the team. You know, I've, I've saw what Gareth Bale can do. He's a good player, but I've also saw his flaws, and I don't want that to be brought into our club. Just and he broke your heart, didn't he? He really did break my heart. Yeah. So for another reason, fuck him. So there you go, you're watching uh, The Broke James's Heart. Uh, that's it for today. Thank you for watching. Don't forget, go and subscribe to RedmenTV.com. Go and watch that Jordan Henson interview and all the backlog stuff is there. Every day this week, we'll have an interview for you. Building up to the big one, which I already mentioned. Jürgen Klopp and Mr. Oh. Chris Pajak. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm so happy for Chris as well. I'm so jealous of him, man. Thank you very much. ta When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. 
code PROGRAM.